is Rebecca Schissel Marshall with Whole Body Upgrade, a podcast to help you get unstuck, feel better, and have more energy. Let's get started. I want to begin by welcoming in the directions and welcoming the great spirits of the East, the South, the West, and the North, and the direction that is above and below in the direction that is within. I welcome in all of the elements. I welcome in air, fire, water, and earth. And I welcome in our loving and compassionate spirit guides that are here to guide us, as well as our ancestors that have lived well and died well. And I acknowledge that I'm on the land of the creek in the Cherokee that is now Athens, Georgia. Hello, my friends. How are you? We're here with episode 47. I cannot believe <laughs> that I, this is episode 47. And I'll just kind of give you a little update. I'm starting with some big, exciting news. I am accepting applications for the Centered Wellness Training Program. Yay! <laughs> this training program, it's for coaches who want to accelerate their clients' progress and their own success. And it's really for any coach who knows that it's important to get to the root cause of what's causing their clients to be stuck. It's a six-month training program, and it's going to be a deep training, a very small cohort um, that will provide tools and skills that go beyond um, thought work and accountability beyond that to deepen your own skills as a coach to become an integrative expert so that you can work with guides, you can work with intuition, you're going to work with nutrition and energy in addition to the skills that you already have. So it's building on the coaching skills that you already have so that you can be even more amazing when you're working with clients. Y'all know that I love <laughs> the Centered Wellness framework. And now I'm going to teach other coaches the content and the skills in order to integrate that into your own practice. It's going to be, as I said, a really small group. So I'm limiting it. Um, it needs to be at least four people for me to run it this year. And the maximum would be 10. So I'm guessing probably around six to eight people. Uh, and it's only going to be offered once this year. It's going to start in July and we'll finish up by the end of the year. And I'm very excited about it. And I cannot wait to see all of the amazing coaches who are going to join me. So with this new program being developed, and really for me, I see it as birthing it into the world, it feels a lot <laughs> like there's a lot of earth shifting and shaking underneath my feet as I start and receive the information. Um, a lot of this information is coming through me through my guides and my dreams, and it's been really percolating for years. It's been really interesting to watch the messages roll in that I've received. And then what happens is there's a confirmation usually for me out in the world that I receive through others. One example is that one morning I was chatting with my guides, as one does, 
And I had some very significant messages that I could really feel in my bones. And it was really a message for me this particular morning. And it's sort of challenging for me to try to put this into words because it was more of a body knowing or a body sensed feeling rather than words, although there were some words that I received. But the message was quite blunt and my guides can be quite (laughs) blunt sometimes. Um, And the message was that I'm actually doing quite a bit of damage to myself right now. And that that there was this feeling of that I'm eating the right things, that there are these things that I'm doing that are, that are, you know, I'll put in quotes, good. But yet there are some things that I'm doing that are not as helpful, that are not serving me. Maybe that's a better way to put it. I have had a very bad habit (laughs) recently of staying up late at night and not always managing all of my thoughts. So that's been a lot more challenging as this new venture has come up, as this new kind of edge that I'm reaching has, has started. And so I'm eating well, I'm exercising, I'm doing some of those really good things, and yet there's some other things that are off balance. And it's influencing my health in a way that in the same way to a negative detriment that maybe the eating the kale and the broccoli and, you know, all of those good things in my diet are also influencing my health. Now, my guides are always communicating this with so much love and and attention and affection. This is not harsh or shaming. So I don't want you to think just because um, they're blunt, you know, if you hear a harsh shaming voice, Um, that's not really the one to listen to. This is a direct, but with love voice. They wanted to let me know that I wasn't caring for myself with as much exquisite attention that I deserved. So I wasn't taking enough responsibility and care for myself in a way that can help me thrive and step fully into my future self. So I knew this on some level already, that I had been kind of fighting off this general apathy that I'd been feeling. And of course, (laughs) this is what sneaks in during a year-long global pandemic. Um, It has been challenging. I'll be very (laughs) honest with you that it has been a very challenging year. As much as there have been amazing, some amazing good things, it has also been really um, difficult in a lot of ways too. And as a result, what I'm noticing is there is this kind of slide that happens of staying up too late, of what um, I call buffering, right? Finding things that will kind of distract me from my real work. Um, And also trying not to feel some of the emotions that come up, which means that I'm buffering using social media, I'm scrolling, I'm watching sitcoms, I'm watching other digital, you know, I'm taking in other digital information that in some way is my way of connecting with the, you know, the other world, but also in some way is, is keeping me from feeling what is happening. So the question is now, is there anything wrong with this? And no, like all of that is completely fine right? There's no shaming in this. 
we can watch entertaining things. We can, we don't have to always be on purpose all the time. Downtime is completely and totally, and yes, even encouraged. So this is not about depriving myself. What was happening though, and what is, I'll say even is in the present tense, what is happening is it had kind of slipped into an unconscious habit of watching how it was like, oh, well, that's okay. I can, I can do that. Or not paying attention enough and watching it and then kind of waking up going, wait, how much time did I just spend doing that? So when I asked myself consciously, is this how I want to spend my time? The answer was very clearly no. Not all of it anyway. <laughs> not as much time as I had been spending. And then sometimes I would keep doing it anyway. So I have a lot of really big dreams and things I want. And I had this undercurrent belief that it's not possible. So, you know, what I get often with my guides and when the information that's happening is it's almost like standing on a treadmill of, well, I can just kind of keep going and keep things going and maintaining things. But what I really want to do is step into this future self. I want to step into who I really am becoming. And um, also at the same time, this belief that hmm, maybe that's not really possible. And so what's the point if that's not really possible? Well, I'll just watch these kind of mind fluff right? Junk, junk food for the mind shows. And what I want to point out, here's the thing, is that your health and your wellness or your business or, you know, so many different pieces in your life require you, really require you for you to have the utmost exquisite care and responsibility of yourself. My guides were pointing to this with very bright, flashing, and compassionate lights. It's time. It's time. It's time to take care of yourself and listen to what you really want, even if it feels hard and challenging. So the kind of the, you know, the emphasis, the the flashing light that pointed to this afterwards was the next morning when I was on social media scrolling The very first post that I saw was from a good friend of mine, Michelle Wolf. You should totally follow her because she's an amazing coach and human design expert. She's amazing. Um, She was talking about energy and the energy of money and how money wants to come in when you care for your house, care for your body, care for your car, right? It's that same energy. energy, that same methodology of taking responsibility and exquisite care of what you have, that you really need to take care of of your own body, that you really need to take care of your own living situation, that you really need to take care of your things. And what I see is this energy of money and this energy of health really have very, it's very similar. What I was being told from my guides about 
how my health can come to me, how my stepping into my future can come to me is very much the same thing that Michelle was talking about with money. All of this points to the idea that our lives, our bodies are sacred objects. Our bodies hold so much wonder and delight and power and yet we treat it like last year's rags. In shamanic practice, all things, all objects are seen as not only sacred, but alive. A rock is alive. A tree is alive. Your drum is alive. All are sacred. And what's included in that is you. These objects that we so carefully place on our altars and stare at with love and affection, that is us too. You are worthy of care and attention. And not just care and attention, sacred care and attention. That's how I want to show up to be in my body. And it's how I want my clients, it's how I want you to show up to. So one of my teachers, Swami Satchidananda, he would say, and this is also, this is his lineage was Swami Shivananda. And he, both of them would say, love all, serve all. And it most specifically and decisively includes you. So the running around, forgetting to eat, going to bed late, pushing yourself too hard, forgetting to move the body, it's all us just forgetting that we are sacred objects. Now I'm going to (laughs) ask that please, 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 please don't beat yourself up or shame yourself over what's currently happening, right? The idea is not for me to feel bad that I am occasionally go unconscious. What's going to happen? We're all going to go unconscious. We, uh, we're humans. And at this point in my life, even after practicing this for many, many years, I am not conscious 24 hours a day or 12 hours a day or probably even five hours a day. That's not what this is about. This is about compassionately and lovingly seeing that there might be some changes you want to make at this time. If you don't, again, it's totally fine. Totally fine. I know for myself, I want to make these changes. I want to see myself as a sacred object and treat myself as such. And sometimes sacred objects get to watch some fluffy TV shows, totally fine. And sometimes this sacred object does not want to spend her time doing that. I want to love my body and mind and let spirit wash over me. Let love wash over me. Let worthiness wash over me like the great waterfall of hope that all of them bring. 
So what can this look like as you treat yourself as sacred? Now, it can mean a lot of different things, right? Everyone's going to bring their own meaning of sacred. My first thought that I talk a lot about on this podcast is that the conversation in your head, it can be saying kind words to yourself. If you have a sacred object, you aren't going to yell at it and tell it that it's stupid, right? It's loving yourself even when it doesn't seem like you should. It means feeding yourself nourishing food, putting yourself to bed at a reasonable hour, making sure that the body gets to move, that it gets to have fun, that it gets to play. There is room for all of that in your life. And if there isn't room, then maybe it's time to ask yourself how you want to live your life. What do you want your life to look like? I want my life to look like I am the center of this great, amazing scheme that I've designed, that I get to be taken care of with love and devotion by myself. If you were given the most precious stone, would you throw it under the car mats and hope it would be okay? Would you knock it around in the car? Probably not. You'd probably put it in a safe place, a soft place, maybe a velvet box, maybe a jewelry box, maybe a place on your altar, right? You'd make sure it was clean. You'd make sure it was given what it needs. If there were special instructions for this special jewel, you would take care of it. You would wear it with pride and love. You'd treat it as a sacred object. Your five wellness bodies, the physical, mental, emotional, energetic, and spiritual, those were given to you in the same way. A precious object to be cared for and loved. This is how health flows into us. When we care for those wellness bodies, the physical, the mental, the emotional, the energetic, and the spiritual wellness bodies, they are all a part of who we are. And when we take care of them, then health can flow in. And my theory, I haven't seen this yet, but I'm, this is my theory based on what Michelle was saying the other day is my theory is then wealth can also flow in too. So treating yourself as a sacred being that you are will be similar and yet different for each one of us. One of my spiritual teachers talked about when, you're a, when you are a sacred object, when you're treating yourself that way, it's like you're taking care of the deities or of the gods themselves. So in yoga, for instance, it would be like caring for Ganesha or Krishna with the utmost care and reference. When you place that deity on the altar, a statue of that deity, you might do a puja, you might um, cleanse their feet, you might wave incense for them or offer them drink and water, right? If a god showed up at your door, how would you treat them? That's how I want you to treat you. A god has showed up at your door and it's you, a goddess, right? That's the level of respect I want you to bring to yourself. This can be done in the everyday, the way you brush your teeth, how you put on clothes in the morning. It doesn't have to be 
crystal and fine china, although it can be if that's what makes you feel cared for. For me, it's going to the woods. That makes me feel lovingly cared for, making sure there is time for that. Having my food that are my favorite nourishing foods, not my favorite comfort foods, <laughs> my favorite nourishing foods, then I feel like I'm really being taken care of. Like as if I was going on a retreat to a yoga center, how this beautiful, amazing food is prepared for me and laid out in front of me. That's how it feels. So the basics are to deeply care for your physical body, rest, movement, nutritious food. These are the fuels that will run your body. It may mean dancing in the living room or roller skating or setting down your work an hour earlier than you might some days. Caring for yourself might also be being compassionate with yourself regarding where you are right now and how much you are able to do. If even just talking about this feels like too much, very small incremental changes are the way to make sustainable change in your life. For the mental wellness body, it might be, mean spending just a little bit less time on social media and instead lovingly connect with friends by phone or text or watching the beliefs that you have about yourself in your life and seeing if that serves you. It might look like checking in each day with your emotions and how they feel in the body. You might decide that grounding and centering your energy, right? It might be that you need to have someone check your energy, clear your energy, plant your feet on the ground so you can uh, neutralize energy that's not yours. And finally, asking your guides for support, right? The spiritual aspect. How can your guides, how can your ancestors support you right now? What help do you need? It all goes back to this kind of this core question that I think is so important and kind of straddles all of the different wellness bodies. What would love do? Use that as your guiding principle. Okay, my friends. I hope you all care for those beautiful wellness bodies, that those beautiful, precious jewels you were given with deep love and affection. It will make such a difference in your health and in your life. Okay, dear ones, I will talk to you next time. Take good care of yourself. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Whole Body Upgrade. If you'd like to learn more about working with me, you can visit me on Facebook or Instagram or on my website, centeredyou, that's centeredyou.com. See you on the next episode of Whole Body Upgrade.